So, Ben Shapiro, do you know how to do the clam? <laughs> Evidently not. <laughs> Welcome to Movie Theater Time Machine. Uh, this month we are doing Elvis movies, uh, and uh, yeah. This one's the clam. This one's my favorite. So, Clams. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a couple of people in this movie that are actually noteworthy. Shelly um, <laughs> Shelly uh, Febreres, she was actually in three other Elvis movies, so this yeah three movies total. Um, and uh, Gary Crosby, who is Bing Crosby's son. Which one was he? The blonde. The, oh, in the, the Jordanaires. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, the, one who, yeah, yeah. the one who rolled off the like sand dune and like kissed yeah, the girl in yeah. the bikini. Yeah, yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. Did you think what we had? The one who kissed a girl in a bikini. That doesn't narrow it down very the much. The leopard skin bikini that likes to run around in other movies. Ah, okay. That bikini. The one that looks like Babs from the horrors yeah. of Spider yes. Island. Yes. Oh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. I'm uh, uh, I'm your host for this month. My name is Joss. I'm Nick, the I'm, resident piglet. <laughs> I'm Kaz, and I don't got anything to say. I'm Dan, and clams. <laughs> so uh, apparently we have a seafood uh, yeah. going. I mean, uh, he likes he likes uh, shellfish, he like, you know, crawfish, and we got clams now. He's into hey. he's into seafood. Uh, speaking of notable people, that Jackie Coogan. Remember we reviewed the kid. He was yeah. the kid in the kid. Oh, that's he was right. In this yeah. Too. yeah. He was that's right. Like one of the cops. I, I forgot we caught that. Yeah. That's oh, right. All right. Yeah. Oh, we caught like, that I, one. I saw the name and I like. It, it I seemed, recognized it too, and I was. I like, recognized oh, the name, this. but it never really clicked. Why? <laughs> okay. All right. And that—that—that's what you call the callback. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta ask one question with this: like, sure. how old was Elvis supposed to be in this? Uh, it's not, not really not very said. I think it's supposed. It, it was after college. Okay. So, and it's obvious that they've been around a while, so I'm guessing, like, mid-20s? Like, okay. Yeah, 23, 24, maybe? Okay, because I had it, it's like, he was in his mid-30s with the last movie we watched, which was a year before. Yep. And this one, I'm like, okay, he's, like, we haven't done that since we were in college. And I'm like, okay, you know, he's out of college, and then he's hitting on 20-year-olds and Spring Breakers. And I'm like, uh, no? Yeah, I was guesstimating, like, mid-20s. Okay, yeah. yeah, that makes me feel better. That, yeah. <laughs> that makes me feel way better. Yeah, it about wasn't this. like yeah, hitting yeah. on eighteen-year-olds yeah. and uh, yeah. and he's like forty. No, yeah. I don't think that yeah. was the case. <laughs> I mean, he's and he's also still friends with like No Neck Jones and his other like letter-wearing <laughs> friends. So I mean, he's he's out of college, but probably not very. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's and and uh, the parts that I love about this movie are the fact that it's like there's Elvis where's the band. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like in the car where there's no instruments playing? Yeah. But we I, hear them? Okay, I can call that one, they were listening to the radio. All right, yeah. that's And how the hell could they hear each other to sync up? <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're, they're well, inconvertible. They're listening to the same station. <laughs> they're... They're, they're, but they're in convertibles, uh -huh. and all you hear is while they're singing is. Yeah. Ah, bug 
in my teeth. Yeah, it's like, yeah that's how you catch a June bug to the face. Uh, <laughs> oh. Gross. Uh, that would have been funny if that happened. Dunk. Wow. Oh. Well, Dan's thing was like, did they drive all the way to, from Chicago in that car? From Chicago oh. to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no. I was like, if, if we're going not. by timing and stuff, I'm yeah. guessing that they took an airplane and just Dad rented a took car. A taxi later on. Yeah. From Chicago to Florida. It was a warp speed taxi, apparently. Yeah. What the hell kind of fare would that one have? I do not know. <laughs> but if, okay, if they drove a convertible from Chicago to Fort Lauderdale, by the time they got to Florida, they would all fucking despise each other. Yeah. Because we we yeah. drove from yeah. from here from New England for you know those listening from New England to Florida. It Oof. took two days, <laughs> and that was. We didn't hate each other, but I hated driving at the end. Yeah, of it. you're just yeah. like I never want to see this car again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's. I have friends who did this and went from this area down and were supposed to go all the way down to Key West. That's okay, a long we, we didn't go that far. That's a yeah. It is a, that is a drive. long one. We went mostly yeah. Central Florida. They, like yeah, Orlando's in the middle, and we were like to the left. Yeah, they drove in a mid '90s Volvo. Oh, oh, down that way, and I'm like, "Are you idiots?" How many people were in this car? Four. Oh God! Yeah, good lord. Four idiot 18, 19 year olds were driving down there. Yeah, they. I think there's a reason why they all went to different colleges and different <laughs> corners of the of the country. It's like they yeah. they don't get along anymore. No, like yeah, one went to Cali, one went to Washington State, one stayed in Florida, and one went to UMass. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, you're, 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 yeah, you want to kill each other. In order to maintain point, yeah. what's left of our friendship, yeah. we must, we must we part must ways. Part. <laughs> I love you, but I must choose Remember darkness. that time when we did this? No. We choose to forget. Like, do you remember that time? Yes. Twitch, twitch. <laughs> uh, this movie should have a subtitle of the Song of Convenience. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> how many other the song movies, of commerce. how many other movies are you going to know that has a song called... Uh, the courtesy of the Fort Lauderdale Chamber of Commerce. Commerce. It's it's better than it sounds. <laughs> yeah, because you, you hear the title, it's just like, wait, what? What the hell am I? Why are you making me watch? Oh, okay, I get it. Well, at the time of release, you can bet that four bureaucrats in the in Fort Lauderdale were very happy. Oh, absolutely. They were yeah, like, yeah. that's us. <laughs> oh my god! I know Dan really liked, uh, or I don't want to say liked, but had uh, a lot to say about the uh, the layout of this hotel. Yeah. My god, this fucking hotel. <laughs> huh? Those rooms. Yeah. It's apparently presidential suites only at yeah. this motel. Right. <laughs> with the biggest pool I've ever goddamn seen. With a floating island in the middle of it. With a floating it. island in the middle of it. A pool big enough to, <laughs> to hide a, to, to hold a pleasure a boat. boat. Yeah. It's not a yacht, mind you, but it's still, it's a decent enough boat. Yeah. It's just in the pool. That happens later. But the rooms. Yeah. Are entirely glass walled. Yeah. Change in the bathroom, I guess. I mean, you know, <laughs> this is... They had shades. They had shades. shades, yeah, but apparently they kept Blinds. leaving the doors open, so they're constantly moving and... Yeah. Like, yeah. Ah. Yeah. yeah. It's like, if it was just, like, the glass-walled, like, <laughs> living room or a living area, fine, cool, I get it. But there were bedrooms yeah. open to, like, glass walls. It's just like, this is... I... What? Yeah. Oh man, the how much did that room cost? Apparently, I don't know. They didn't have to pay for it. Remember, uh, Mr. Frank did. But, yeah. but that room's like the size of this apartment. I know, it's crazy. I know, I know. I'm confused about Mr. Frank because 
Apparently, the description says he's a gangster, and I didn't does, get that. He does very oh, little gangsterish things I, except uh, threaten people. I definitely got the gangster vibe just because I just thought of he was the a club Chicago um, with the pull of saying, you're going to work for me, and you're going to say, okay. Wait, didn't someone... Someone said something that says Chicago something, referring to a machine gun, and they got it wrong. Because oh, it was supposed to be a Chicago typewriter, yeah. but they said Chicago something else. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember yeah. what it was. I, it was one of the, uh, the guys in the band. Yeah, was I, it an instrument? Yeah. No. It's at the very beginning of the movie. It's when they're uh, they're changing and stuff in the dressing room. Uh, I think I can answer the question of how why this motel is the way it is. Okay. Because it's a set? It's in the Hundred Acre Woods. Wait. Is that a real place? Right. No, the... <laughs> the manager of it is the guy oh. who voiced Piglet. Right. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> fair. Fair. <laughs> and it's just right. the insanity of the Hundred Acre Woods just continues on here. So it's imaginary? Yeah. Oh, I've just no boys allowed fair. here. I've just I've just been told that she's in jail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's in jail. She's in jail? Jail? Well, no, here, have one of her pamphlets. There's a guy who has a pamphlet in his robe. No boys in the room. No boys in the room. No nope. boys, no boys, no ever, no. How no you boys in the pool. Do you yeah. have a boy in that pool? <laughs> What's the matter with you? Oh, no. Oh, bother. <laughs> That's it. It's in the, it's in the Hundred Acre Woods. I, I could, Okay. I, I, could, I can understand that. And then it's, meanwhile, it means one of those is Christopher Robin. <laughs> Probably the guy in the plant. That, <laughs> that nerdy guy. Yep. Oh god. Uh, the nerdy guy. Nerd in, the nerdy guy in the plant is actually in another Elvis movie. He is? He's in another movie called Spin Out. Yep. He really? plays another member of a different band yeah. that Elvis yeah. is in. Is he also I, nerdy? Oh uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I need to borrow your thermometer. Do you have a thermometer? Why would he have a thermometer? He's twenty two. Yeah. Well, thermometer, yeah. I got thermometer for you. Yeah. I guess like a sewing kit. Why would you want to use a thermometer that's left at a hotel room? No, a motel room. Yeah. This is it's been in some months, but they yep. didn't. This is the Recently. '60s. They yeah. didn't really have the reusable throw shit away stuff. No. It no, was they clean didn't. it and put it away. Yeah. For uh, the most part, yeah. For the most. Notice that all the glasses I, he pulled out were actual glass. Yeah. In my experience with with motels, like I could tell you, there was one. The last one I was in, and more before I started staying in real hotels, it was a place called DK, which kind of looked like this. Uh-huh. And it had, you know, all all of a sudden we went there for years, but all of a sudden it had a giant fence right in the front. You know, that's just like okay, that's a little odd. And it had a. Um, my grandfather's wife was the manager there, so we get we got to stay there dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. And the uh, I laid down in the bed and I was really exhausted. I went to pull the covers over and I ripped the sheets off. Oh no! Like that's oh, like dead. I'm like and I wasn't like I am now. It was just like I was like oh great. <laughs> That's how thin oh, those sheets were. That's how much God. they've been washed. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, this is really bad. <laughs> yeah, and it ended up being a drug front hotel, too. Go oh, figure. Oh, shock. Yeah. The, last, the last motel we stayed at was on our way back from that Florida trip. We stayed in a night's inn somewhere in Virginia. Yes. Yeah. In the middle of, like, serial killer woods, Virginia. And, and it was also hot. Yeah. And it was hot. And then we lost power we for lost two and a half hours. We lost power for two oh, hours. Oh, boy. So there was no AC. There was no power. There was no TV. 
We were just and all we could like... see was the lights of the highway just outside of the window through like the uh, through like the blackout <laughs> curtains, and we're sitting there in the dark with oh. our dwindling cell phone batteries. Like we're gonna die. <laughs> Shit, we're gonna die. And then you left the room <laughs> to find out what was going on, and there was nobody in the office. No, why would there, there usually, be? Yeah. No, there's usually not. What happened on oh, the night manager went home? Yep, probably of they did. Mm. Mm. Uh, Good left, but but then we man. saw that the entire like area yeah, like, was like out the whole, like, the whole area. A blackout. Yeah. Like, it wasn't yeah. just you know it wasn't just like cabin in the woods were about to get murdered by cannibals or whatever. <laughs> we were in Virginia. We were yeah. in Virginia. We were yeah. Well, Virginia is usually known for that. Country roads. Uh, <laughs> you want to keep yourself awake? Start singing that to each other. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, was it singing by the end of it? We're uh, basically we're just shouting, shouting at each other. <laughs> but uh, anyway. I like to think that they were shouting at each other by the when they were starting to go down there. Yeah. Uh, this movie, man, like, <laughs> some of it, it starts out, like, it gets, like, I'm like, okay, this is kind of quaint. And half the time, I'm like, I, I want to pause the movie and go, wait, time out. <laughs> yes. Well, see, at the very, very beginning. What happened? Yes, like, at the very, very beginning, the, um. Yeah. The announcer, narrator, or whatever, says, like, ah, soon a bunch of male <laughs> students will be coming down here. And I'm like, like the swallows of Capistrano. <laughs> they'll, they'll be flocking to Fort Lauderdale. And then <laughs> they said, like, you know, this this girl's measurements are like, you know, uh, uh, 36, 36 24, 24, 36. 36. Only if she's 5'3". <laughs> and then, then they switch to, and this is Chicago. Oh, Chicago. And look, there's another girl now, and her measurements are... 36, 24, 36, 36, but how, how can, can you, you tell? tell? <laughs> it's like, and that's the and that's the attitude we're going with for the rest of the movie. Yeah, all right, that I'm set in. the tone. Yep. Yeah, I'm in. And it sounded like one of those narrators from like the Land of Tomorrow films. Yes. In Disney. Yes. Oh, the narrator never shows up again either. Nope. No, no, he's, he's just at the beginning. Yeah. He's just at the beginning, and then we forget about him. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> weird. Yeah. You, you got to imagine like the narrator was just hiding in the bushes at the beach right. and then just like you oh, know he jumped, started, he jumped out of the orgy bushes for the yeah. song <laughs> he jumped out he was in one of the bushes and was staring at this girl and then had to go back to Chicago just to you know, like as the police were chasing him <laughs> and found these people are, are in this plot sure? and then just like that's how it happened you gotta remember what the Fort Lauderdale police are like in this movie are you sure <laughs> they were My chasing him god let's see what oh <laughs> This is some this is some white privilege okay, going on here. Okay, so uh, boys will be boys. No, don't do that. Let's just remember this is 1965. I yeah. think. and he, so and Elvis is white. So Elvis is white. Almost everybody else in this movie is white. Yeah, I don't. But think it's not I, even just that. Remember, I don't think I saw a person of color anywhere. You arrested women. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come that, on now. Even even freaking Mayberry was like down on arrest. Was like all up okay with arresting women. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they were fine with it. Yeah, yeah. and that yeah. was fucking Mayberry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's the kind of pl- so that's this place is even now crazier that song's than in my head. God damn it! This this movie is wacky. That's what I said at the very yeah. beginning. I warned you. It's a wacky movie this is, with this a wacky is premise. Wackadoodle is what this yes, is. Yes, it is. Oh well, speaking of whack. <laughs> <laughs> I see a little bit of Elvis in each and every one of you out 
She's inside you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Elvis is alive because of Richard Nixon. What? Okay. Okay. Yep. Time the fuck out. Okay, what? Yeah. One of the biggest theories of why Elvis faked his death and had to escape is a, uh, had to in order to escape from the mafia. Author of the book Elvis is Alive, Gail Brewer Giorgio, you had a piece with the interview with the Time magazine where she poured over thousands of FBI documents and came to the conclusion that Elvis Presley was an American hero and had to go into witness protection. Say what? Did you know Elvis is alive? Uh, no, but I know that uh, for a fact is that he did not die on August 16th, 1977. He's living in Boca Raton. Now, now 78, she says to the FBI, the FBI enlisted Presley as an undercover agent in 1976 to help the agency infiltrate criminal organizations known as the Fraternity. Oh, no. Which apparently <laughs> made a dozen racketeers. Presley volunteered and spurred that his love for America and respect for the FBI knows no bounds. He got this from a photo with Richard Nixon. Okay. Illuminati confirmed. He did meet Richard Nixon yeah. at the White House during the time when uh, Nixon was doing his uh, his war on drugs thing, I think, yeah. during that point. Um, and from what I've read, actually, um, the Nixon meeting was done because of Elvis's request and not the other way around. Because Elvis okay. was a huge fan of Richard Nixon and Why? some of the things he stood for. Because we're going to remember when Elvis was doing drugs, every drug he did was prescribed to him. So he assumed that all the drugs that he was taking was because the doctor said it was okay. And, it's like, and a doctor but wouldn't have, uh, you know. Wouldn't have ill intentions or, yeah, or be on the payroll or anything. Nah. Um, but if it, when it came to other types of drugs, like cocaine, marijuana, okay. LSD, all the stuff that is, you know, bad for you, he was really, really against. And so he he thought Richard Nixon was, like, the best thing ever because he had this whole, like, wanted to, to start wiping out drugs and this, that, and the other thing. And Nixon agreed to the actual meeting, but it was very, very awkward. Well, oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and he Probably made, sweaty too, I believe he Nixon made is, uh, Elvis, like, an honorary member of, like... Wasn't it, like, like the ATF or something? It's something yeah. like, it was the honor, basically an honorary that, like, yeah, police yeah. officer or something, and then Elvis, when he was definitely going through, like, his some of his delusional phase, uh, he would take his Cadillac out and pull people over and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, pretend to be a police officer, yeah, that did happen. Then years later, Steven Seagal does the same thing, but I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they know. I don't yeah. know about uh, faking his own death because of the mafia. Yeah, that's news to me. But hey, yeah, maybe. Oh, there's. It's a weird one when you really dig into it. It's you know it's. It's it's really just like you take two loose ends of strings and put them together and like. And figure it out. It's uh, take the two loose ends, you mush them together, and yeah. hope they kind of tangle. Yeah. I want to thank the group Suspicious Minds for uh, giving me these theories to be able to produce and and to be able to figure this out for our show. And we really do appreciate it. But I gotta say honestly, some of it is fucked the hell up. <laughs> I am not yeah. surprised. Not every. I just say not everybody believes it. 
I'm excited that we're heading down the Illuminati path. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's gonna be some that are insane. There, there's gonna be some. I'm saving one. I'm saving one for the end. Oh, it, well, we're heading there. Yeah, it, at least it's there. Let's Chino bite my feet. Because he likes uh, he, yeah. He's like that today. Okay. You being a bitey McPherson. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Now that biting my toes. Yeah. Nice. Oh, Ow. Jesus. Ooh. Gino. What are you You're doing? Right. Quit being a jerk. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, you can bite that shoe. <laughs> bite the shoe. <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, basically, Chino's under the table uh, and he's attacking at everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. Yeah, gnawing at my feet, too. Whatever, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But this, like. <laughs> I love the movie of convenience. Yes. The the, yeah. the movie songs of convenience. Just yep. at least just the songs explain kind, something. At least the songs kind of make sense in this yeah. one. We don't get a random, you know, deep in the heart of Texas bullshit. Yeah. No, we don't. Not in this one. Yeah. Um, and we for do the, have like I mean, you have the title track, which is "Girl Happy." Yeah. Um, yeah. It gets the idea going. The Fort Lauderdale Chamber of Combert. Chamber of Commerce. The "Girl Happy" song is it's it's very close to Grease Lightning. Mm, yeah, this came so, out first. Yeah, I'm just saying, but the tune is very, very close. So I started having flashbacks to when I was in a production of Grease. It's like, oof. Oh, Dan is that out. where you punch something? That's why I ended up punching the fake car because I was I, I kneeled down too close to it and I was right next to a floor mic. So literally, all you could hear is through the entire auditorium. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say you pointed out something of this movie that I I never really caught on. Um, the nursery rhyme aspect yes. of it in the background. Like the interstitial music in the background, this is the Three Blind the, Mice yeah. song. Oh. Constantly, Three Blind Mice. And there was another one that they used for, like, interstitials with, um... With Valerie? Val Valerie, yeah. I was trying to say, it was like, with Rusty. No, that's that's Elvis this time. No, uh, yeah. 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 Rusty no. Wells. Uh, yeah, so with with Rusty and, and, and his, you know, doofus crew... It was largely it was largely three blind mice was their interstitial stuff and yeah. it was a different nursery rhyme that I can't recall off the top of my head but it was anything that was interstitial with Val and like her friends huh. it was a different kind of thing I'm like what's with the like uh, and huh. as it, I was playing I'm like and they all went after the farmer's wife who cut off their tails with a carving yeah. knife and she's looking at me going what I'm like. It's three blind mice. I don't know the song. Apparently, is that the words? Yeah. See, I'm not the only one. You don't know, know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. No. Oh man, nursery rhymes and like nursery songs and all that. That shit's dark. I know oh, that, yeah. but I, I do not recall uh, the words to that at all. So. Yeah, I just remember three blind mice and the three stooges theme. Yeah. That's all. That's really about it. But it's the huh. I All think right. it's supposed to be because these three idiots will follow him blindly. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so, they yeah. are the three blind mice because they're... They're dumb as hell. Oh, yeah. And I tell you, <laughs> he's like Elvis and his three idiot friends... Because they have no tails. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis and his three idiot they're friends are literally tail. the only <laughs> four people on spring break in Fort Lauderdale that didn't get laid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They keep trying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm not playing the field this year. I'm going to go... Find three or four chicks and I'm real steady with them. <laughs> Thought it was six. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that didn't go too well. No. Poor, uh, oh god, what was her name? The one he keeps like leaving. Oh, uh, Dina. Yeah. Dina. Dina. Poor yeah. Dina. It's like 
She is gonna she's gonna stab you in the dick. She was also in another Elvis movie where she plays the love interest called Harem Scarum. Is it okay. <laughs> like right after the first when she leaves the message, the mm. little drop dead thing mm. on the mirror, when he's when they're doing their show in the um in the club the next day. Yeah. I lit, I wanted to see just at the end of their song, you just see just like a pint glass just come out of the crowd, dunk, and hit him in the head. <laughs> okay. And it just Dina's like, Fuck you So yeah, so he's like, I really want her to throw a cup at him and I was like, Stop jumping ahead. And he's like, Come on, and just hit like, him with what? a beer mug, just a beer stein out of tunk and just and he and was like, what do you mean? Like, and then like what? the next scene is she's throwing <laughs> glasses at him. Yep. It's like, and oh god, sugar glass, my one weakness. I'm like, stop, stop jumping ahead. <laughs> stop reading ahead, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, I, I liked the club scenes. Yeah, Very yeah. funny, like, I had, I had the wolf call song in my head earlier yeah. today. Mm-hmm. See, I was I, I was better with this yeah. Elvis movie, yeah. I think, for two major reasons. Yeah. One, it was funnier than the others we've seen. Yeah. And two, ninety-nine percent of the music that happens yeah. is diegetic to the movie because there's an actual goddamn guitar involved. Yeah. Granted, they're not actually playing it. Yeah. At one point, he's got he's got a. Remember, like, some random people are playing it yeah, because the other guys are doing stuff. Yeah, he's got an the acoustic drums? guitar yeah. and it sounds it sounds electric. It's yeah. like. Time out. Do, yeah. the, do the clam song. Yeah. Yep. And then at one point, the bassist puts like down his clam. bass, and the bass line continues. Yeah. Because, you know. That whole scene. And then the guy pretending he knows how to play a saxophone. Uh, <laughs> do, do, Multiple do, times. Doot, doot, motherfucker. Oh, his fingers aren't even moving. No. It happens a oh, couple times in the movie. It's great. Oh, uh, my favorite part of this there's, I have two favorite parts of this movie One of them is during the Do the Clam song yeah. right Before it uh, When they're looking for Valerie And they keep going to different people And like ruining their evening Just spotlighting by, like, half the beach like, Knocking on people's windows Like you have a girl in there <laughs> Yeah hey like, buddy I don't want to share uh, the, or people <laughs> popping out of the trunk. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How is that comfortable? <laughs> but it's, that's that's one of my favorite scenes. Just the look that some of these people are giving him. Yeah. <laughs> it was the eyes on the guy with the smoke oh, yeah. with yep. the fogged up glasses. Pulls, pulls the glasses off. Yeah. Yeah. See, as soon as the glasses came off. Do? See, as soon as the glasses came off, I'm like, oh, back off there, Horatio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting some CSI right now. It's like, Hey, what was the Italian guy's name? Uh, in this uh, one, Fabrizio. Fa- no, that's his real name. I yeah. know. It's just fun to say Fabrizio. Um, hold on, give me a second. Fabrizio. Yes. No, this is my uh. Um. This is my friend. Count Blank. something. Yeah. No. Hang on, I'll find out. His name is Blank. I'm yeah. totally blanking, and nobody knows this. I have Im- Imdba. I uh, need to go back and find it. Hold on. Romano. Yeah. Romano. Yes. Like yeah. the cheese. Like yeah. the Raymond. I. <laughs> you getting ahead of a fantasy casting guy. <laughs> I was on a date with you. I actually Stop have. Reading ahead. I actually have a, a fantasy casting for this one. That yeah. Uh, okay. uh, the yeah, uh, uh, it's it, he kind of reminded me of a um, a person Kaz and I met in Italy, who was our driver, a guy named Adriano. <laughs> and Adriano was absolutely one of the nicest gentlemen we've ever met, mm-hmm. but really one of the funniest reasons why was because we kept giving him more money than we thought we did. 
Oh. And it's like we thought we knew when we were traveling. When they give you the euro and the 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 fiver for the euro looks a lot like the single. Okay. Oh. But also oh, okay. you pay what you pay if you want to pay one single euro. Usually pay in coins. Right. Not not with the not with the actual money with okay. the paper money. Yeah. And you know he would you know have bottles of water ready to go because we're in the middle of an African heat wave and you okay. got to constantly drink cold water or else you, you're or you're going to die. Okay. You know and we're like oh it's like oh I like you you have coin I'm like no here you go. Oh, thank you very much. Like, and you realize that we're pay. I was paying him like five euro for every time I was supposed to pay one oh. for a bottle. He's like, oh no, you're American. You're very nice. And like, like and he just reminded me of that. And I thought about, like, oh my god, this is Adriano all over again. <laughs> or like, and hands down, if you picture like, and I'm just saying this just to put it out in the ether. If he's listening to this somehow, because I know he'd be like. If you picture like who is the coolest Italian of all time, that image in your head is what he looked like. Okay, all right. Like he truly was Fonzarelli come to come to life. He's a, he just constantly has a toothpick in his mouth. Like yes. not sure where he's getting them from. They just got ting, ting, yeah. pop back out. Yeah, <laughs> it's a part of his anatomy. He's yeah. like that. You know. <laughs> Fun, I get to my woods. I will say though, at one point, uh, Romano in this, at one point he starts yelling and screaming in what I feel might actually just be mock Italian. Yeah. <laughs> because to me, it, <laughs> sound- <laughs> it, it sounded like that Family Guy skit. Ah, oh, bippity boppity, bippity boppity. It's like Peter. Just because you have a mustache doesn't mean you can speak Italian. Bippity boppity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He, he yells a lot in Italian, so I really yeah. couldn't tell you. It because could, I I do I speak <laughs> precisely zero Italian unless yeah. you're talking like cheeses. Yeah, mm. but yeah. that's about it. We were getting pretty decent with it mm, when we were there. Really. Yeah. No. I think I was. I mean, I had was, a list of phrases. Yeah, like the last day or the last few days, I was sort of holding my own to a degree. Well, I don't think we were that good. I thought I was. Yeah. You're an optimist. I am. No. You overestimate your abilities. I do. I used to know how to say "go fuck yourself" in Italian. <laughs> and then you do the you know the the flip, the, the chin flip the chin yeah the chin flip or you bite the tip of your tongue and flick it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one we were warned about. That was funny. Yeah. That was funny. Good people. But, um, but anyway, so... Let's, let's yeah. do a quick list of the crazy things that happened in this movie. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There is the time that they steal the boat with oh, Romano I gotta sound Valerie. you for that. Yeah. <laughs> My boat. Uh, Romano had a, uh, an issue with the seat, actually. <laughs> Romano goes and gets Valerie rip-roaring drunk. She was hilarious drunk, oh, she, she was. was. She's a great drunk. She was, but, <laughs> this, is, but this is a little, like, this is kind of kind of creepy. This cause is kind of He's just like, yeah, is it like, mm. He's plying her with alcohol, so she'll be easy. So, uh, to to save her virtue, I guess, hmm. which we never, we're never really told if she had it to begin with going down. Well, I think it was just so a, It doesn't uh, really matter. We never yeah. really mentioned the plot of this movie. No. No. Mm. We should probably do that. Okay, so the plot of this movie There's a plot. is... Um, Elvis is in Chicago at the very beginning of the movie with his band, and they're playing, and they play a nightclub, and they're done with their, I guess, 
uh, their contract is over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at this nightclub, and they're planning to hit Fort Lauderdale because it's during spring break. Yeah. Um, the owner of the club, who happens to be like a gangster, um, basically says, "I really like you guys. I'm gonna have you guys here for six more weeks." And basically, that's the end of it. And they're all like, "Kay." Yeah. And Elvis is like, "I don't want to do this. I'm. I want to go to Fort Lauderdale. I'm gonna go up and tell him, and you guys are gonna come with me." He goes up to tell him, and basically, the guy says, "I'm. You know, you're gonna. You're gonna do this." And uh, that's all there is to it. And his friends are all like, later, and yeah. they leave him alone. And then, right before this scene, we find out that Mr. Frank has a daughter who is in college and wants to go on spring break without him. <laughs> and he is very concerned about this because it's 1965 and she's a girl, and, and girls are not allowed to go off and have fun and have oh, sex no, because that's might. somebody else's. You know, <laughs> oh. if you if. That's, You're gonna that's, have three hundred thirty thousand sex hungry crazy boys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But and, he uh, he and Elvis uh, Rusty. He, well, he re- he regrettably lets her go, and is starting to panic about it. And Elvis comes in and he's like, and he just kind of tricks him. He kind of trick. He's talking to him and he yeah. finds out that. Yeah, uh, it was kind of a smart way to do it. Yeah, yeah he's talking yeah. about it, and uh, Mr. Frank's daughter, you know, tells yeah. her, "Oh, she's going to be in Fort Lauderdale," and Elvis yeah. kind of plays up the fact he that goes, oh, Fort Lauderdale. it's, it's like, yeah. "Oh, it's there's there's going to be thirty thousand sex star boys yeah. and, and a bunch and of Florida dirtbags." Uh, I've only ever been there once, and that was to go get my sister because my dad sent me. Yeah. And, and he kind of plays off the whole well. I, I know exactly what you want us to do. We'll go down and keep an eye on her. Yeah. No problem. And he tricks Mr. Frank into not only sending them down there, but paying their entire way. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and so he gets yeah. there, and, and they stay like at his, the Sea Drift Motel. Yeah. And, like, the the rule that's put down by Mr. Frank is she better check in every day. Every night. Yeah. And if she doesn't, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. So they go down and they see her and they kind of play her looks off at first. Yeah. She's wearing big thick glasses and she's fully clothed. Tripping and, over things. Yeah, she's yeah. she's kind of like the the. Well, looks like our bravest and problems gonna be taken care of themselves. So. Yeah, yeah. she's a dud uh, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And then she comes out of her hotel room and she's you know gorgeous. Yeah. And they're all like, fuck. <laughs> they all we're crap. fucked. <laughs> We got stuff to do now. And so they kind of, they make their presence known to her. Um, by singing, by the, Fort singing the Fort Lauderdale Chamber, Chamber of Commerce song. But at the same time, as he's singing this song to her, Elvis sees this other girl walking around. That's and she's, Dina. That's Dina. She's got like this really nice figure and it, she's smiling yeah. and... Did she, she always has, older to you? Yes. A, a bit. And yeah. she always has like three or four guys following yeah. her because yeah. like apparently that's the ratio down in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> three guys to one girl. Because the swallows yeah. have come to Capistrano. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So he kind of he kind of insults her a little bit because he's staring at this other girl while chatting, yeah. chatting, quote unquote, yeah. her up. And uh, he he inadvertently negs her. Yeah, yeah and the re- the resident geek who's sitting around going, "I like girls with brains, not blah." You're not reading movie. a book. I like the books, and yeah. she's just like, "Fuck off, Poindexter." Yeah, that was one of my favorite lines yeah. out of all of it. 
You take the brain from her, what do you get? You take the swimsuit off of her, what do you get? And they all just look like it. They just, hey, like, well. <laughs> like, that was they my have, favorite. It's like there everything. Was, they have everything. There's more, than one, there's more than one moment where uh, where Elvis's character just goes, <clears throat> all right, well. Uh. <laughs> he does He does this, this clearing the throat thing in this movie a few times. Yeah, <clears throat> all right, well. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, and, you know, the hijinks that you would expect to ensue from a movie like this do, in fact, ensue. Yes. Uh, she has no real clue, she has no clue whatsoever that Rusty and his boys are... Are there to are basically there to, babysit. To, to yeah. watch her, and she wants to have fun when she's down there, so she's going out on dates, she's out till all hours, although... She's getting drunk. The, now, the thing is, you'd think that she would know that her father wants to... Talk to, that's part of what he said, so she yeah. would think she'd have to be back in But time. if she's drunk, she's not going to remember what time it is. But that's, that should be on her, not not them. Agreed. I but, agree. Yeah. She should have but, some culpability, but that's not what this is about. They're no. supposed to be taking care of her. Yeah, but you wouldn't have amazing bits like the phone hanging from the roof yep. of the boat. Also, I'd like or, to point out... Hi, Daddy! When they, okay, so they... She's on a date with the, mm. the, the geeky guy, and this really, like good-looking Italian guy comes yeah. up to her and He's convinces the He's like that exchange student with, um, like, he knows uh, he knows the geeky kid or something. Yeah, yeah like they go to the same student. school and so he he basically tells the geeky kid, makes him think that he's sick, so yeah. he you know, runs back to the hotel to, you know, get to find, there. to find a thermometer. Yeah. It's kind of brilliant, actually. It is. <laughs> and he takes Valerie to his boat on yeah. the marina and <laughs> proceeds to get her very, very drunk. Jeez, um, she's fucking hammered. Oh, she is yeah. hammered. Yeah. And once they realize that that's where she is, because Elvis is in his room with Dina, yeah. trying to get it on, yeah. and finds out, because Poindexter walks in going, do you have a thermometer? <laughs> and he realizes that she's not with him anymore, yeah. that she's with this other guy who only thinks about sex, yeah. and so he, he calls his, his mayday. He goes out and just shouts, mayday, mayday, and then his boys all pop out of potted plants and, <laughs> and balconies and shit. It, it, it reminded me of Ernest Goes to Jail where Bobby's watching the evil Ernest. Yes. Yeah. And he's like hiding behind a coat rack. And, yep. and there's just little things like that that were hysterical with this. It is. It's really well done. Uh, it is. It's really like, well by, done. I was like, by the third Mayday in this movie, like, at this point, I'm just like, his boys should just be like, you know what? Fuck off. You're on your own. Like I said, it shows loyalty. It's like, yeah. Damn it, Rusty, in, do it yourself. During the very first Mayday, though, um, the youngest guy, the yeah. youngest one out of the, the group, is all the way across on the other end of the pool. Yep. Yeah. So when he calls Mayday, the kid just starts running, takes a running leap, jumps on the island in the, the middle of the pool, and then the, the floating island kind of waves over to the end, and uh, Gary Crosby says something the effect of, look, we're in a rush, and this one wants to play boats. <laughs> this one wants to play boats. Like, just help me, and just yank him off the thing. But this is the same kid who, once they get the boat from the marina and put the boat into the swimming pool, He's the one who Elvis hands the phone to, yeah. and the kid proceeds to not only almost fall off the boat, but he drops most of the phone into the water, yep. and then Kabloosh. grabs it, picks it up, and throws it over the top. To and where that's probably the best take they got. It really probably yeah. was. Yeah. So yeah, the the boat. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so she's on the boat with Fabrizio. Yeah. Romano. Yeah. I'm sorry, his real name is just way more fun. Uh, she's on, on the boat with him, and they want to, and he wants to take her inside the boat to, you know, be a little more private or whatever. Yeah. And at this point, Elvis and the others show up at the boat and panic, steal a truck, yeah, and then steal the boat. Somehow getting the boat onto a trailer yeah. while it was still in the what? <laughs> okay. It was boat magic. <laughs> I don't know very much about boats. I am not a boating expert, but I have a feeling it takes more than half a second to put a boat on a goddamn boat and trailer. I'm pretty sure that the people inside the boat are, are gonna, gonna notice. notice. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. No matter how drunk they are. Yeah. <laughs> they get this boat on the trailer and they proceed to drive the boat. Yep. He steals his boat and then he just tears they drive ass it through Fort Lauderdale. He's like Tokyo drifting through corners and like and and Romano just smashing around inside, inside the thing. And Valerie is sitting on the couch with an empty glass of champagne, laughing just her ass off, giggling. I like He's getting crap all over his face. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like he's getting flour, flour and, 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 and I think he gets mustard at some yeah. point. Yeah, he's something. just covered in goop. Like the next day, we, we see he actually got some. Some injuries because he's got like bandages. Yeah, he's like he had a gash on his forehead from the, <laughs> from that cou- uh, cabinet. But they managed to put the boat into the pool yeah. and get and get her phone to her so she can talk to her father drunkenly, saying how happy she is <laughs> and how how everybody's been so nice and and you know she's fine. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, bye. And, and she, she just steps turns, off the boat. She and turns, <laughs> looks at Romano. She's like. Thank you for the lovely evening, and thank you for seeing me home. Yeah. And then she gets off the top, walks on the uh, the diving board, <laughs> yep. and walks into her room. And he's like, home! And he's standing there <laughs> stunned. Like, he's got a severe concussion at this point. Like, and we have, <laughs> what happened? And we have no idea how the boat gets brought back to the marina. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> no like, I was the whole freaking time. I'm like, okay, like that, what happened to the boat? That boat should have been in the pool for the rest of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, just, just yeah. like, not even address that it's there. Just, <laughs> it's, it's just there. there. Yeah, that just should have been a running game. People the manager like, oh, no. But it shows how big <laughs> the goddamn pool was. Yeah. That well, pool was ginormous. When they dropped yeah. the boat in the pool, I'm just like, no toys in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, so that's yeah. the first wacky thing. That's right? the yeah. first mayday. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and, you then, try, and then, you know, Romano tries again the next night. Basically, yeah. the, the theme starts going with Elvis is trying to hook up with Dina, and yeah. every time he starts to hook up with her, something happens with Valerie. Yeah. Valerie wanders off, and he's got to go, like, he's save go her. He's got to go save her, rescue her, or figure out where the hell she is. Which, here's the thing. She's fine. She is. She's she fine. can take yeah. care of herself. He yeah. doesn't have to do these things, but he's terrified of her of, dad. Of her yeah. dad, so... He's going to go and do it. So the next well, it, scene is they. she ends up at a club yeah. with Romano. At a strip club. At a stripper. Yeah, and it makes sense why they're doing it. I mean, the guy's a gangster, and they're going to go back to this club anyway. Right. Yeah. They're going to start So there it's eventually. like, okay, I'm not going to make any money if I don't do the job. Right. You know, so it makes sense to me. Yeah, it's their livelihood and their yeah. lives. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it makes sense why they're doing it. Yeah. Um, though yeah, I, I love the the, uh, the the strip I scene. I got news for you. Two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> yep. How often are you gonna see a strip a stripper in any of these types of movies? Yeah. No, yeah. not often. No. 
But it's a, it's the strip tease, but the way she does the two, three, four, it's like she rehearsed it but didn't quite get the routine yeah. right. Yeah. And then has to do like what she did. It's like, okay, I stepped this way three times. Two, three, four. Yes. Yeah, like she's a really bad burlesque dancer. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, she's super freaking tall. Yeah. But even a bad burlesque dancer is still a burlesque dancer, mm. so it's you know. Hmm. It gets to a point where it's like, oh, it's only bad, yeah. only so bad. It's yeah. really funny in this scene too because Valerie, when she ends up talking to her, is like, "Uh, yeah. you're a stripper." Yeah, That's and she's like, "Yeah." And she's yeah. like, "Well, okay then." Yeah. I think a woman taking her clothes off is empowering. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she she was pretty progressive for the time yeah. if you think about it. Well, yeah, true. She had a very Brooklynite accent too. Oh, very much very so. Much. Yeah, I just like great. yeah. Yeah, like, it's one of those, like, um, in, uh, Casual, like this one, in, uh, in The Odd Couple, in the TV show with, uh, Tony Randall and Jack Klugman, mm -hmm. and the ending credits, you see, there was a controversial bit with it that, uh, CBS didn't want for a while, mm -hmm. is you see Jack Klugman trying to look into one of those holes where the shirt, where the strippers are. Oh, dear. And like, trying to look into a strip club, and they didn't want that on the air for for at least the th first two seasons. That's funny. And finally, towards the end where they see it, and you see it, and you see it in syndication now, but it's still one of the funnier bits. But I imagine she was one of those strippers. Probably. Yeah. So they say, like, okay, I go here, go to Times Square, but I think I really need to go to Florida. <laughs> I'll make more money I took, during I took spring more break. Yeah. I'll make more money yeah. with all the drunken college students. Yeah. The homeless people aren't wearing any newspapers anymore. I need, to, <laughs> I need to go ahead and make something myself. I'm sorry, with a song called I'll Have News For You wearing newsprint clothing that was kinda clever. is pretty great. Yeah. That, that was really clever, too. It was... It's empowering. It's black really. and white and red all over. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah, you're right. It's <laughs> not a zebra. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's that's the next wacky scene is that they find out she's there with him. <laughs> and so Mayday number two happens. And they go to try to, like, you know, extract her and then just a goddamn... Is this where the brawl happens? Or is that No, later? no, no, that's, no, that's later. later. This is This is the clam. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 wait, no, yeah. no, I'm lying to you. It's not the clam time no, yet. because yeah. the, clam, the clam's at, like, her third date with her Yeah. They find out, yeah, they find out where she is, and this is where Elvis gets the bright idea to incorporate her into their band. Yes. Oh, the, right. Yeah. Wearing the I'm evil sign. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, that um, made very quickly. Yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they decide to incorporate her as, like, a dancer slash actor yeah. during one of their songs, and... She's wearing like a, a sexy costume, and she's walking around with a sign that says "I'm evil." Yeah, and, and she and she's doing the drunk aunt at the wedding dance, yep. which is apparently <laughs> just a '60s thing. Yep. Well, it has a show. It had to come from somewhere. Yeah, it's 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 the '60s version of twerking. I get it. Yep. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so that's yeah, that's right. This is technically third date with Romano because yes. the four of them decide that it's not fair for all of them yeah. to watch her when it only takes oh, one of man. them. So yeah. Elvis plays another mind game with them, with especially with the youngest one, where he's like, "Okay, we'll pick a number between one and ten, and whoever gets the you know, gets the number uh, is the one who's gonna <laughs> stay." It's like, line. you know, one, like seven, yeah. uh, six, and I'll say ten. Yeah. The number was six. Sorry, yeah. man, you're it. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. "What?" 
Two, five, six, and ten. Yeah. Right yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, he's like, wait, what? And so he ends up like, you know, yeah, no one's going to get past uh, old Hawkeye here. Yeah. And he sits down, and there's a, like a wall between him and the dressing room. And she walks out of her dressing room with Romano and just walks right away. Yep. Hey, the, it, it was funny with that bit where he's like, okay, sex, I say 10 here. But it's like Elvis could sell that really well because he always has his eyes half open. Yes. Yep. With everything. And he's like, okay, yeah, it's you. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they go off on their date and they end up. On, I guess, Orgy Beach? Yeah, they end up on yeah. Orgy Beach, which is where they get the phone call that, hey, she's uh, she slipped out, I can't find her, we need to go looking for her. And where did they have the spotlight? Her. Where did they find The same place that Probably. they find the spotlight for the freaking um, beach party movies. <laughs> They're all, you know, there has Probably to be a spotlight, it's a beach. Yeah. That's, that's the logic I'm taking. <laughs> so yeah, so basically they put on this kind of impromptu... Concert, concert like, on the beach, and just just dozens of people emerge from the bushes. <laughs> Some of the bushes have five, six, seven people in them. We're just like we're on Orgy Beach. This is what's happening. Why didn't anybody zip up their pants? Everybody comes out. Let's dance. Everyone comes out and starts dancing the clam. We're doing the clam. It's like because rehearsals that... were Tuesday. Yes. yes. Everyone starts doing the clam, and I'm just like, isn't that what they were doing? <laughs> You've interrupted this. I just love that the scene where all these random people just show up, and then notice, and I I pointed this out to Dan. Yeah. As Elvis is singing about the dance, yeah. he starts dancing, but the camera pans up. And he over walks, him. And he walks under the camera. He walks under the camera. Elvis can't dance. And. Three people show up out of the darkness and start dancing in choreographed like. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Three yeah. creatures emerge from the darkness yeah. and dance. Three people start dancing, but I wanted to point that out because notice you don't see Elvis dancing. Yeah. He starts it, because but you don't can't. see his feet. Yeah. And it just kind of pans up over. No. Yeah. <laughs> I pointed out to him like, see what happens. You don't it's see literally they come up off the on the other side yeah. of like this really tiny sand dune. I'm like, were they laying down? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Well, I've lost the whole track uh, of this movie. Well, you know, rehearsals were Tuesday, and yeah. they were waiting for their cue. Yeah, yeah. It's, really... it's a flash mob. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 It's a flash mob if everyone is in on it. I also liked it in this scene where Romano is trying to find Valerie because Valerie's like. Oh, there's a beach party. Let's yeah. roll him yeah. up in a rug. And then roll him up into a towel. Kidnap him and roll him in a rug and then take him off screen. You have no idea what happens you to him. Take him, him off screen. That. I'm like, yeah. not, that man is drowning right now. I was <laughs> say, he never comes back. He does, though. He, yeah. does, he does later, but it's just like, for that scene, he's just gone. He's yeah. like, we don't know what happens. This man's in a dumpster. I'm like, they put him in that trunk, man. They put him in a drunk. In a drunk. They put him in a trunk and they're going to drive him out to a dock and just Kind of roll him off the pier. Oh, roll him into his yacht. Go away. <laughs> but I love how they're like, she's looking around for him, and the guys are like, yeah, we did it. Awesome. And then she's looking all betrayed, and Elvis is just like, shit. And Elvis actually feel feels bad because he's like, crap, I can't just leave her alone yeah. on the beach. That's just all right, I'll go ahead and take her home. And he takes her Mama. home, and they have a moment, and yeah. he makes the decision, well, you know what, you guys, it's fine. Yeah. You guys can go off and have a good time. I'll take over this. Yo, this this watching thing all 100%, don't you worry, I got this. And all the boys were like, alright, that's fair. 
And then they spend then, the next day. <laughs> the thing is, it's I think Elvis, I think Rusty, accidentally guilted them. Yeah. Like, he wasn't trying to, but he does it so often, it just happened. Yep. So, the next day, they're all out trying to have fun, and just one by one, they start feeling guilty that Rusty is stuck you know, babysitting this girl, and they're right. like, oh, he must be miserable. And then it shows them dancing at a yeah. and some kind of party. And then it's like, and they're water skiing. He's like, Green he's screen looking terrible. lovely tonight. So yep. he's going to be having a terrible time. But then they're water skiing. <laughs> just back. And they're, they're riding on a motorcycle. <laughs> like, yep. all of these things happen in a day, much like last week's movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, There's yeah. lots of dating going on in one day. Yeah. It's <laughs> a real long day. Yes. Man. But yeah, they're all they're all getting like real sad, and they're like, "We got to do something to make it up to Rusty." Yeah. So we're we got to make it up to him, and of course, yeah. hijinks. Yeah, hijinks ensue because they go and find Dina, who is by this point, who is, she's like been, she is she's just been so done. Yeah. She she's been like shafted, not the fun way, mm. by by Rusty three times already, and she's she's about fucking had it. Yeah. And they're like, they walk up to her like, you know, and by the way, I hate her fucking shirt. Yeah. I want it said that she's wearing a fucking shirt backwards. Yes, yeah. and it's stupid. Absolutely, she straight up crisscrossed it. And I was like, "This shirt is stupid. Why was this a style? This no, is no, just no. dumb." Yeah. It's like the button up is on the back. It it's is like, it's so stupid. The collar was even open. Ooh, I mean, come ooh. on. Yeah. It was, a teacher who used to do that. It's so bad. Why was this a thing? Yeah. It's like, and just like the, the design that was on the back of the shirt just it like goes like it was over same, her breasts in a really uncomfortable same, looking yeah. way. It was it's just, just like it was wrong. I don't it, know what the costume my, person was ugh. thinking. I don't know if that was like a style back in the sixties. I have no idea. No. Like wearing a blouse backwards, cause if it was, why? No, I <laughs> I think, you know, she's been shafted by Elvis a few times. Again, not in the fun way. Yeah. I think she drank herself almost <laughs> to death and just... She might have drank her shirt backwards. Yeah. Maybe. That's entirely possible. But they uh, they managed to convince her that to give Rusty another chance because he, he's he been... You know, they had to take the razor blades out yeah. of his razor because yeah. he tries to kill himself. Yeah. And uh, they try to... Yeah, shaved in a day. Yeah, they have to hide his belt. They have to hide his belt because he, you know... His belt? He could try to strangle himself. That's an awful way to convince someone. And we think, you know, I think he loves you. And that was just, that was it for her. And then she's just like, cling! He loves me? Okay. He loves me, great! So when Elvis comes back from his date with Valerie, and they're, they're continuing their date because he's like, why don't we have dinner in my room? Yeah. Eh. Uh... And she's like, okay, just let me go change. He goes into his room, and Dina is waiting. Yeah. With a full meal. With a full and meal and champagne, which uh, he <laughs> ends up putting in his pocket. And then... <laughs> I love the glass of champagne in his pocket. It's like, what? Why? What? How did he not get all wet? Yeah. His pocket was dripping. I, yeah. I just think the whatever material his jacket was made of didn't show wetness. Yeah. Uh, but his, his pocket was dripping. And what they really should have done was stay at home. Yes. Adam and Eve says the best part of staying at home is playing at home. Hey, we have an offer code. Take advantage of your downtime and choose almost any one item at 50% off. When you do, you get 10 free boredom-busting gifts, including six spicy movies, a three-piece bonus kit, and best of all, Free shipping delivered discreetly to your door. Discreet. 
We have an offer code for Movie Theater Time Machine that's MTTM. Four little words. MTTM at checkout. Use it and you'll have the you'll have thousands of products available. It's so glad to make sure they believe that you're staying at home. Sex toys make it so enjoyable being at home. Hell, even shopping for sex toys is more enjoyable. Pants optional. AdamNeve.com. Use our offer code MTTM. And back to the show. Alright, you mentioned the discreet packaging. I actually do have a funny uh, story. Not about, like, anything from Adam and Eve or anything, but uh, mm-hmm. as folks who listen know, I'm a mailman. I got a parcel the other day for someone on my route that... I just looked at it and all I could think was, hmm, quote unquote, discreet packaging. It is oh. just like a, it's just like a regular, like, white cardboard box, but it had like the head and legs of a pinata sticking out of it. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder what's in here. <laughs> like, I can, sh- I took a picture. I can show the people at the podcast. It's just... Oh, and there's a head of a pinata, and it's a card. It's like the head and the legs just sticking out of this box and, like, discreet packaging. But uh, doesn't the look on the pinata's face look, like, terrifying? The pinata looks scared. Oh, God, the poor pinata. It's like, that expression is just like, oh, God. Yeah, and the... Well, it's me, a family guy with one of the Christmas episodes where Brian uh, is unwrapping, it looks like he's unwrapping a lamp and it was a baseball bat. I wonder what this is. It wraps it to baseball basic. Oh. I remember it's, one yeah. where, like, it was wrapped up. It looked like a like a wine bottle. And yeah. It wraps it in this book. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, gee, I wonder what... F- oh. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so they did it twice. All right. Happy book day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So where were we here was the... Uh, uh, Rusty is, is just walked into his room, and yeah. Dina is there oh. waiting for him. Yeah. And shenaniganry ensues. Yeah. Which is the, this is the best because this is he's like, trying to get her out of his room. This is like the third time she's thrown herself at yeah. him. And but he doesn't want it now because he's... He's fallen for Valley. He's fallen for And Valley. this had my second favorite line in the movie. They're here, oh, I tried the chicken. You ate the whole chicken? No, it was pretty good. Yeah. It, was, it was good chicken. It was tasty. It was tasty. <laughs> <laughs> it was tasty. <laughs> this is a quick win, too. Um, I love the... Oh, you know, I'm not hungry. I'm on a diet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I ate the whole chicken. It was tasty. <laughs> I like how we keep when people disappear in the in in the uh, in the hotel room. He keeps checking under the the catering, not, not catering, under the um, um, room service tray. Yeah. Yeah. It is like someone's hiding under the under the uh, cart or something. I kind of wanted somebody to be there. Just randomly right? at one point. Or, just nerdlingers under these Yeah, things. just Hi. somebody's finally there, just at one point, like, okay, when they're not checking. Right. They're like, Mayday! And then seven people walk out of that. <laughs> like it's a <laughs> fucking clown <laughs> car. <laughs> What's going on under oh, the table? Would you like to know? <laughs> well, yeah, but, but, like, this, this is a typical sort of wacky sort of scenario yeah. where... He's got one girl he's trying to get out of his room, and the other girl that he wants in his room is coming into the room. He, he doesn't keep, want to see them. He has them. to keep throwing her at, back out of the room until he can try to get rid of the one that doesn't, that won't leave, but he's he wants and, to leave. And it's just, oh. With the subtitle of this movie being Songs of Convenience, I kind of expected that he was going to start singing a song trying to hide between the two of them. 
Right? Yeah, that was something like, yeah. It's like, yeah, but he didn't because, as you said, every song is actually in the movie. Like, it's in the world of the movie. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. I I get it, but it's just something about there. You'd have a lyrics like, oh, I'm hiding for her, hiding for her, hiding for her. You know? (laughs) Something like that, I I would expect. But uh, I don't know. It's just me riffing. No, that's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. It would have made, uh, I think, a little bit more funny. Yeah. yeah. Even though the scene is pretty funny. It yeah, it is. It's, it's hilarious in its own right. I the mean, scene, you... just him pu- like putting the, yeah. the the glass full of champagne into his pocket. <laughs> yep. Like, he's so thrown that he just shoves the champagne in his pocket. And he's like, oh, uh, okay. And he goes to pour the champagne outside. The bottle into, is empty. Into evaporation? Basically sh- into basically shot glasses, because that's all he could find. Yep. And he pour. I like when he pours it into his empty hand, too. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Where he's like, yeah, when he's trying to pour out the, the champagne and there's nothing left in there, and he's just like dumbfounded, just staring into the <laughs> bottle. And it's like, it's for a long second that he's staring into that bottle, because you can just hear the... Crap! What do I do? What would have been really funny too is if while he's like trying to get you know maintain both girls, if he just took a swig from it, yep. that would have been great too. From his hand, though. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but it's at this point where Valerie gets a phone call from her father and basically mm. goes to her room to take it and. Rusty, sad. Yeah, Rusty's yeah. trying to get the other girl and out. Rusty ushers Dina out, and it's absolutely the yeah. wrong time for her to look through the. Th- well, look through because the, uh, Valerie, the Valerie is talking to her father, and he's, she's Rusty. explaining to her father that she met this wonderful guy, and she thinks even he would like him, and he's been really respectful and nice, and he's really paying attention to her, and his name is Rusty Wells, yeah. and he's like Rusty Wells, yeah, of course he's being nice to you, that I paid him to go down I there. Paid him to do yeah. that. It's just like, that. Ooh, and she's dad, like, what? Yeah. She's like, what? No. And then she looks Just outside. Let it go, man. Yeah, yes. she, she looks outside and she sees Rusty pushing the other girl out of his room. Right. And it kind of solidifies it for her and she starts to cry. And she basically berates her father, like, why would you do that? Why would you do that yeah. to me? Like, you don't trust and me? How can you not trust me? I've given you no reason not to trust me. And her father's just confused. He's yeah. confused he and he's like... He doesn't really get it. He's like, but well, you know, just... And she's like, no. And she hangs up on him and she's crying. And her... One of her roommates comes out and tries yeah. to console her a little bit. And she's like, well, you know what? If you he's going to be watching me, then he, he's going to earn his money. Yeah. And she makes a phone call and she's like, Romano, what are you doing today? Yeah. Let's go get fucking. Let's tanked. go get. Yeah, tanked. she got sideways too when yep. she starts singing. When she starts doing the striptease mm-hmm. too. Yep. But it took me a moment. I'm like, oh yeah, this is okay. So we're back to the tall girl again. And then you see like she, you, you notice who it is, and then you see the tall stripper in the crowd. Yeah. Like, yeah, go basically. Oh. Woo. It's like oh. Oh okay oh, okay. It's like, it's, yeah. it's a moment, just like, reclaim your power right yeah. there. It's just and like, you don't need to bother with him. Although, she, they do end up together at the end of the movie, because of course they do, it's the yeah. 60s. But it's just like, you know what, go out, have fun, do your thing. And Rusty yeah. is, and the guys are really confused because she's not at the yeah. the, the club that they're at, where yeah. she's supposed to be, because she's technically part of the act now. And uh, our friend Mr. No Neck... Uh, I called him No Neck Jones. Yep. 
he comes in and he starts whispering all to all these the, people the that big, there's the, something big going on at the Kit Kat Club. It's like the guy who started the Wolf Whistle song. Oh. He literally has no neck. It's just like shoulders meet the sides of his head. Oh, the the '60s old guy in the college class. Yes. 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 There you go, because he sings <laughs> Wolf Whistle. <laughs> yeah. yeah this is this is my 14th freshman year. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's got like such <laughs> such light blonde hair that he looks almost bald. Yeah. Um, and he's wearing uh, like a green sweatshirt from some college yeah, somewhere. With an H on it. Yeah. yeah. He comes yeah. in he's and he from, starts... from Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in and he starts whispering to all these people that there's something major going yeah. on at the Kit Kat Club. So everybody leaves and Elvis is like, what? What? So he goes Andy. too, like, what's there? Yeah. And he sees Valerie on stage. Yeah. Stripping and drinking out of the bottle. It's funny. This was at the Kit Kat Club, and at that same night, I was he was, I was eating, eating an ice cream sundae with crushed up Kit Kats in it, and I'm just like, well, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, you weren't stripping, were you? No, not at that point. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> enjoy uh, that image. <laughs> I just had to get the mental image out of my head for a moment. <laughs> I love you, man, but not that way. <laughs> that's an image that's going to stay with you for a while. Hey, hey. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> uh, I just have that mental image. I'll close my eyes and I just have Dan's face going, I got news for you. <laughs> Two, three, four. And on that note, it's probably a good time to talk about 4041 Media. Why not? <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com that's all squished together in one word and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz at Zazzle. Or Check out the Cass Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back, and quick little extra bit of 4041 Media. I just want to uh, welcome our newest uh, streamer to the network, uh, Casey, also known as Ms. Black Mamba on Twitch. Uh, she is up on our site. Go and check out her Twitch channel. She is awesome. Anyways. Yeah. And look out for new episodes from the Honest Fitness Talk with your trainer, Nick. That's me. Uh, including in a few weeks, we will have an episode with a guy who's a really good friend of mine and really famous YouTuber, Evan Carmichael, who uh, really blew up my Instagram <laughs> recently. So, ah, uh, man, it, it had a really great conversation. I know you're listening, Evan, and uh, thank you again. Hi, Evan. <laughs> yeah. Hi. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, um, yeah, stripping. All right, so yeah, the, they, everyone comes over to the Kit Kat Club, yeah. and they see that she's stripping, and, and, and Elvis is, is like, getting pissed oh, off, wait a minute, like, she's like, no, come on, you gotta come off stage, and, and she, she's pissed at him, and she's like, no, fuck off, I'm doing a thing. She's like, you should earn more for your money, and just basically continues to dance he tries to pull her off the stage and some guy uh i think it's actually i was gonna say fabrizio fabrizio <laughs> romano, uh, gets, romano involved. gets involved and mm. starts arguing with him and then he and punches then, elvis in the face and then punches are thrown and then 
tavern brawl. Yeah. And then mass fighting. <laughs> and and everybody's, everybody's fighting, fighting everybody and for no good reason. Yeah, not council fighting. Yeah. No. Sorry. And Valerie is again a hilarious drunk. Oh, she is. Oh, yeah. She's... Yeah. she's <laughs> laughing and she's holding the bottle she kicks people off the yeah. stage yep. just sitting on a piano just kind of looking at everybody <laughs> I just want to point out too that most of the damage done in this fight scene are is done by the women Yep. Yeah. the women are the ones breaking chairs yeah. over people's heads yep. they're yeah. the ones who are getting involved in the brawls and at some point somebody comes up behind Elvis and cracks him in the back of the head with sugar glass as one weakness yeah. and, and he gets knocked him, out they <laughs> knock him out and throw him into a potted plant yeah. yep. he's just like in this potted plant for the rest of the night the cops show up and they just alright that's it everybody's arrested <laughs> except Elvis because he was in the plant pot nobody, nobody found, found him, him. <laughs> nobody found him so after they, the guys do their set of course set. nobody called Mayday right yeah, <laughs> yeah they kind of they kind of assume Mayday they come over and they just sit this, they're the like place looking is just for him Right. It's annihilated this place. <laughs> and they're looking for him and they're like, Rusty? Yeah. Rusty? And then he pops out of the potted plant and they're all like, Yeah! <laughs> I'll jump back trying to do kung fu. Whoa! Oh, Rusty, you alright? And he's just like, Oh, God, my head. He's like, Where is, Where's Val? I need to talk to her. We've, we've got some some things to talk about and, and they're like well everybody's been arrested there's like 40 people in like one jail cell it was like yeah 20 women in yep. one jail cell and the cop is so proud of himself yeah but he yep. arrested all these people and that you know all these kids on spring break causing all the ruckus and this will teach him a lesson yep. and everything so uh elvis and his posse show up at the <laughs> at the uh jail going we night we want to get valerie frank out and the cop's like are, Are you, you a dead? parent? Are you a parent? Or a guardian? legal guardian? Yeah. And they're like, no. And so they throw him out. And they're like, they're trying to figure out how to get in there because he really needs to talk to her. And they're like, why? Why do you want to talk to her? And he just kind of gives them the look. And then, like, then like most guy friends, they start to mourn him like he's like just like he's about to. They're about to go to his funeral. Gary Crosby says. Oh. The king is dead. The king is dead. Like, oh, he was so <laughs> <Yeah>. young. <laughs> it's like when guys tell their friends that they're getting married, their friends react like, oh, oh, and he was so young, too. Yeah. Which, personally, I don't get, but all right. It's, it's... I never did. I never understood no. that. Oh, let's celebrate your last year being single. Oh, what difference does it make? Yeah, Are you guys going to stop hanging out because you got married? Yeah. Is it really that, that big of a deal? Figure? Listen, uh, I just I just remember uh, when when we got married, I was still working at Domino's, uh -huh. and uh, everyone was just like, "So how's it feel? You know, how's it feel being married now? How's it feel?" I'm like, "I'm wearing a ring now." Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. I mean, it's no we, we were difference. living together anyways. Yeah. So now Nothing just, changed really no. with it's us. Like, now yeah. we're just not living in sin. I no. guess. No, it's the only difference really was just. No, legal wise. Pretty and, much. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Legal wise like now, and tax wise and yeah. insurance wise, <laughs> we were all together. It's like now half my shit's hers legally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. Th but there really wasn't any change in the relationship. I think people who actually change their relationship after they get married, it says a lot about that relationship right. already. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this yeah. is not a relationship show. Yeah, no. So, no. Um, but they are trying to figure out how to get Rusty into the jail. 
And was he the easiest way to, to get or get into jail? Apparently not uh, vandalizing a police bike. <laughs> apparently <laughs> not pissing off a police officer in Fort Lauderdale. Because, because he lets the air out of the bike tire. He puts a knot in the antenna. He puts a knot in the antenna. He, he puts sand in his helmet. And this is the most easygoing cop on earth. Yeah. Either that or he's just like... I want to go home. Yeah. You're not worth the yeah. paperwork. Yeah. Get away from me. Yeah. Fort Lauderdale is a friendly city. Yeah. It's I think that's what he said with it, too. And it's like, the thing that I had, it's like, he he lets the air out of the tire on one bike. Yes. Yep. He bends the antenna on another. Yep. yep. And then he puts the sand in the helmet on the third bike. I think he yep. was playing Russian roulette with, the, like, which bike is he going to take? Yeah, yeah. It just... Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it just so happened that this this cop just keeps yeah. going to the one next. Yeah, and the cop that said the cop when he's saying it's like Fort Lauderdale is a friendly community, it's like he's saying it through gritted teeth. Like yeah. he's just like, yeah. I want to take out my baton and beat seven pounds of unholy snot out of this kid. I'm just. But this is a friendly I'm community. I'm just thinking he's going. I don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> You're not worth the paperwork, yeah. Elvis. Get out of my way. And so he takes off, and they're like, okay, so we apparently can't get arrested. So so they sound a giant mayday. No, well, not really. I mean, the, this truck drives by with an open back full of college guys and random furniture. Yeah, yeah. This drives by, I'm like, the Clampets? Apparently. We're, really not sure. We're not sure what the fuck they came from. So I want to know what happened over there. Why did they like, steal the furniture truck? Right. What is Wait, what? And uh, yeah, so they come over and they're like, "Oh, what's what seems to be the problem?" And he's like, "Oh, our, the girl's in jail and he wants to get in." And he's like, yeah. "Huh? Yeah. Seems like an interesting problem." Yeah. Hey, you know they and were doing road work over there, right? And he what? starts calculating, and it, 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 let's go, let's go rob a construction yeah. site because we haven't broken enough laws today. Yeah. And let's break into prison yeah. by digging a hole through the bottom, and sawing of it. through the floor. Which I'm telling you, that was. Damn lucky. Yes. Oh, yeah. They don't take the left turn at Albuquerque, and they actually yeah. get where they're going. <laughs> and he saws through the floor in, in in the exact shape of where there are no people lying. I just think there's, there's 20 women in this jail cell, all kind of, like, lounged around, some on the floor, some on these bunks. On these bunks. There's yeah. a lot of bunks. And there are yes. a lot of bunks. It's and a hell of a big tr- drum And there's tape. still too many people in there, so yeah. there's some on the floor, and he cuts in exactly the the one spot where there is nobody. Maybe like, knocked or How did he know? And knocked well, himself for a hollow spot. Yeah, yeah. probably. But, but, but while this is going on, we go back to the Seadrift Motel, where Mr. Frank shows up because his last conversation with his daughter was not pleasant. And he shows up in this hyperspace cab yep. within a day. God. Not within a day, within, within almost hours. hours. Yeah, yeah. But, like, straight up hyperspace okay. ca- uh, now, taxi cab. To be fair, yeah. we've already established that he's in the mob, yeah. which means he probably has access to an airplane of some sort. Okay. So yeah. if he took an, a private plane yeah. from Chicago to Florida, that would only take a couple hours. I don't know. I think I prefer the TARDIS cab to okay, be Okay, the TARDIS off. cab would actually yeah. be funny. Yeah. But if we're being logistical about this, when he calls Val to the time where Val gets arrested, yeah. there's been about four or five hours. Because I mean, we don't know how long she's Chicago been. In that. We yeah. don't know how long she's been in the drunk take for either. Yeah. You assume that it's some, sometime in the middle of the night. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. You really don't know what's happening. And enough to have time to dig and dig through that and build a system of cave-in and have lanterns. Okay, yeah, so a few hours. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, So, you know, Mr. Frank, I keep wanting to call him Big Frank, and I don't know why. Um, But Mr. Frank shows up to the Sea Drift Hotel to look for his daughter, and she's not around. He's informed (laughs) that she's been arrested. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and he's like, she's in jail. Jail? Yeah. And so the next then thing the, you see... the big dad energy starts. Yeah. Yeah, he walks no, into the... I've been informed she's in jail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bother. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so worried. Oh, no. <laughs> well, um, oh, no. He shows up at the jail, and the what cop starts berating him like if she were my daughter. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't want to hear this shit. He just gives the look. I love the, oh, how do I know you're her father? What do I look like, her mother? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good line, yeah. That was a good good line. And the cop goes in, he gets her up, she leaves and locks the door behind him. And at this point when she leaves, Elvis pops up. Yeah. And she's looking around for Valerie and he keeps going to random girls and random girls are just like, Go home, George. It's getting late. And like or, one, one one girl on the top bunk just tries to drape herself over, and he's like, "Oh no, you're not Val." It's like I could be. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not. And then our uh, our resident um, stripper looks yeah. at him, and he's like, "Is this is it necessarily Valerie that you're yeah. looking for?" Yeah. And he's like, "Yes." And he's yeah. like, "Well, she just got sprung." Yeah. And that's when all the girls start waking up. Yeah. And like, "What are you doing? How did you break in?" And they look down. There's a hole, and they're like, "Oh, oh my god." And, like uh, there are there are other guys out there. There are other guys. Hey guys, guys! And at that point, they oh, caved man. in. They caved in the hole. So why I don't know, but they caved in this hole. So he's stuck in the jail cell with all of these women. And at this point, like the uh, the chief or the, the chief of police comes, comes in. in. He's just like, I hope you didn't arrest any women. Arr. And he's already and the the guy. How many? Forty six. Ah! And he's already uh, called the press. Yeah. To to the whole, you know, there was a big bust of forty six people. It's yeah. like twenty six, you know, forty six people, and how many women? Twenty, and they're like, oh no, how many children? None. Yeah. It's like, well, well, there's that at least. Yeah. Like, okay, you gotta let all these, let them all out, let them all out, and it's like he's like, what? Just do it now. So, so. the cop goes in to let all the women out of the jail, and they all look at him like. Uh, because Elvis is in the middle of him going, uh... And they all kind of turn around and huddle over him to, like, basically to, just to protect him. And, and the guy's disgust. like, come on, just leave, just hang on, just a minute, just a minute. One second, Like, girl things, it's girl things. And... Thankfully, the stripper was in there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thankfully, she's... Not only is the stripper there, but she's tall. We yeah. mentioned yep. that she's tall. There's a reason. When and everybody gets up and they're walking out and Elvis is in. is done up with some with a bit of makeup and he's wearing this he's wearing a, a dress shawl and he's and wearing a shawl. stripper's dress and 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 he's like the fastest I've ever seen some yeah. Yeah, this is the fastest I've ever seen somebody get out of a dress and Which she goes like professional training professional training. <laughs> it's sorry, he looked like a Portuguese lady. He really yeah. did. He really Absolutely. really did. But then the next line is he's walking out. He's got about as much uh, yeah. One, yeah, one of the yeah. uh, one of the cops like, take all the makeup out of these girls and these uh, these uh, college girls ain't so uh, yeah. ain't so like ain't so hot. Ain't he so just hot. turns so around and he's like he's like you ass. He's like okay, excuse me, officer. I forgot my purse. Could you could you go get my purse, please? Do you is think that, a- that was eighty yard? 
I don't know. It could have been. Yeah. Maybe. It just. It didn't. It, it was debating. I was debating it in my mind. I'm not a hundred percent sure if it was or wasn't, but yeah. it could have been. Yeah. I, I, it could have been. But I love how he gets the gop in, into the uh, into the jail cell, and he's like. Where is it? Over there. Yeah, to the left. A little more to the left. Just a a little... The cop falls in the hole and he's like, Thank you, officer. And he walks away. And then he spends the next scene just in a dress. And and his his boys don't question it. They don't make fun of him. They don't question it. They don't make fun of him for being in a dress. It does not... And the whole time he's there, he's got the shawl over, over the front of him. And you see him just kind of flipping one bit of the shawl. Like he's just having fun with it. Yeah, I just like the fact that it's not mentioned at all. And it's not made fun of in any way. And it was just It's like they see... He comes out. They see him in the dress. They go, oh. And then they just... Carry on. And but before he comes out, they see Valerie. Uh, they see Mr. Frank get into the cab. They see Valerie. They call Valerie over, and they're like, "What the hell? Like, yeah. do you know what he went through tonight?" Yeah. She's like, "I don't care." And she's like, "I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm, I he he basically betrayed my trust. I'm done." Mm. And yep. they all hide from her father. She does not rat them out. Yeah. They get in the car and they go back to the hotel. Uh, Rusty comes out. He's like, I need to talk to Val. And they're like, dude, she she doesn't want anything to do with you. Like, yeah. she's done. And he's like, well, if that's the way it is, it's the way it is. Nothing you can do about it. And he walks away to go back to the hotel. And the next scene, uh, you assume that time has passed, though, because this all didn't happen in the same night. It, yeah. It's like it's, the next morning she's, she's packing. Yeah. Like the next day. Yeah. And her father's berating her about, you yeah. know, getting arrested and, and you know, just generally being irresponsible. And then she kind of throws it in his face like, you, you know, you paid him to be down here to be nice to me and to sing to me and to kiss me. And he's like, wait, what? No. no. I, no I she did that on his own. He did that on his own. I, I didn't pay I him to keep an eye on you. Not yeah. kisses. There's no kisses. And, um, and she's he- just like, she's... He's like, well, I'll kill him. And she's like, no, don't do that. She's like, you're you're defending him. I do, yeah. do you hate him? Do you love him? How do you feel? And, you know, she she's just very upset. And her roommates come home, and she's just unhappy. Like, she's just unhappy. She's crying. She's miserable. And it's, it's basically generally said that, yes, she's still in love with him, but she's upset. The next thing you see is Rusty and the guys playing their last set in Fort Lauderdale. Um, and I think the line is, uh, we we came down here in ones and we leave by twos. It has been sociable. Yeah. Um, and he's, you know, saying goodnight. And then our friend, Mr. Nonek, screams out, how about Wolf Call? And they play Wolf Call again. And yes, sitting in the audience is Romano and Dina. And, you know, he starts walking towards Dina, and then he turns his head, and there's Valerie. Yeah. And he just basically walks by Dina. Before we lose it to her, yep. my third favorite line there is when he sees the nerdy guy again, who now no, no longer has his glasses, has a different, you know, different kind more of sophisticated hair. look. Yeah. It's like, I stopped going for the brain. She doesn't have much upstairs, but a hell of a staircase. What a staircase. <laughs> and I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, nerdlinger. <laughs> Yep, so so our our Poindexter and the stripper end up together. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> just, Loose ends tied up. Yep. That that was that was one of the better lines. <laughs> but he's saying it in a deeper, more meaningful. It's it's like almost like um, uh, like Professor Clump and Buddy Love. Yeah. Type. You know, like all of a sudden he just he something happened. He just became cool. Right. <laughs> you got hit in the head one too many yeah. times and. Yeah, or, Urkel and Stefan are killed. Yes. Oh, yeah, perfect, like, perfect. yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, he's like, yeah, man, we're down upstairs. We're the hell of a staircase. You're in it. <laughs> well, I just like the fact, too, I told Dan, because he was like, oh, you know, he, you know, no brains, only yeah. body. And I said, but she's like his basic opposite. Because yeah. He's the nerdy one with no street smarts. Yeah. And she may not be book smart, but she's definitely street smart. Yeah, they so can I think they paired each well. other very well. Yeah, yeah, I think they paired very well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he starts to do wolf call. He sees Valerie. Valerie, you know, gets up and they have a moment. Yeah. And then he starts, you know, he starts singing "Girl Happy." And uh, Mr. Frank is like, uh, "Well, I'm paying you to watch her, huh?" Yeah. Oh, it's like, "Go yeah. bang my daughter." Yeah, Pretty fine. much. She <laughs> takes her by the hand. He brings her on stage. They start playing "Girl Happy" again. Oh. They kiss, oh. and the movie ends. Yeah. It actually has an ending. There's, it's not there's an rush. actual ending in this it movie. It's a fun ending. It didn't. Ju- it doesn't just stop. Yeah. It's a like, fun well, ending itself. Like last week, is like budget ran out, movie's over. Yeah. 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 Cars crash. Yeah. Married. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I I enjoyed this one more than I thought I was going to. Me too. Because yeah. Okay, no offense, Mint, but the last no, few fine. Elvis movies have been a little bit of a slog for me. Yes. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed. I understand yeah. how. I enjoyed this one way more than I thought I was going to. So yeah, I give it a thumbs up on this one. I know we don't really do ratings or anything, but here we go, thumbs up. Yeah. This, this is why this one is my favorite because yeah. there's so many wacky aspects to it. You don't really think of Elvis as a comedian. No. And he's actually got really decent comedic timing. Yep. He's a, um, he's a pretty decent physical comedian as well. Yeah. Like, just like the pouring it in his hand, pouring, pouring yeah. champagne, nah, champagne into it's his open good, hand yeah. and putting the, putting the glass in his <laughs> pocket. It's like, that's... That's good physical comedy. I agree with you, and it just like it's it fuels a little bit of fantasy casting, but it's just like I wanted to see him do more. Yes. Yes. And I, it, yes. And it makes me wish like you know, how many movies did he do? He's Thirty. Like, a bunch. Um, thirty-three. I want to say. Yeah. Right. Between thirty-one and thirty-three. I honestly so, haven't seen all of them. Yeah. I have seen the majority uh, yeah. of them. So low thirties. Yeah, yeah, yeah and a lot of them he didn't care for. Uh, most of them he didn't. Yeah, care for. so if um, he did that, then it's like okay, if he just put a little bit more into it, these would have been so good. There, there uh, is a decent string of these types of movies yeah. where the plot is kind of wackadoodle. Yeah, there is a decent string of them where he has some comedic, uh, comedic timing, and there is a few more that he gets a little bit more involved. Like there's one called. I, I, I don't name these things. This is what their names are. There's oh, an boy. episode. There's one called Tickle Me. Uh, it's about him. It's about him being a rodeo star that ends up working on a fat farm. Uh, wait, what's a fat what? farm? What? What? He's a rodeo star who ends up working at a fat farm. A fat farm is a place like a a, 
a camp yeah. where you send like, women like that want camp. to lose weight. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he ends up working at a fat farm, and then there's a, uh, uh, a mystery with a uh, ghost town. Yeah. There's a mystery with a ghost town and some missing golden double eagle coins. Like I said, I don't make. And it turns out the ghost is old man Jenkins. <laughs> it turns out the ghost is actually there is a ghost. There's multiple ghosts. <laughs> Holy I, shit. I'm, it's a very much a Scooby-Doo episode, okay? That one is a Scooby-Doo episode. Um, oh, man, there is Jenkins. another movie called Kissing Cousins, where he's playing uh, yeah, a guy. Yeah, you watched that one a couple of weeks ago. I did. Ago. Uh, that there's he plays a guy who has uh, ties to like the Smoky uh, Mountain area, yeah. and the government is trying to build a missile silo. What? On this mountain, and they okay. need the the okay from the most redneck people you can imagine. So Elvis uh, has to come in and basically use his familial ties with these people to try to get them to say okay. Yeah. And wackiness ensues. There's an entire section of women called the Kitty Hawks, who are literally just a bunch of women who live together and boink as many men as possible to have children. And they oh. are running the other half of the mountain. It is a crazy fucking movie. These okay. are the ones I want to see. I will show them these, to you. These are the ones that the ones that are absolutely insane. That uh, they're just there's a <laughs> string of them. Yeah, there, there's um, the movies you can just see. It's like Elvis is in the movie, and the whole time he's just like, "What the seriously?" Hell am I doing? Most of these are like yeah. the dumbest plot lines. Yeah. The acting is subpar, but it's hysterical. Yeah. Um, it's like when we did James Bond and we were just waiting for the goofity spies. Right. Yeah. You know? it's, yeah, it's I, like, I will um, show you, Nick. I will, I will show you my, my plethora I'm of... Like, I can't remember which Bond movie it was, but it's just like, alright, I'm getting bored, I'm getting bored. Suddenly ninjas! Yeah. I'm like, I'm uh, back on board! Was the Roger Moore one. Roger yeah. Moore. yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I'm back. You got me the back. The spy who loved me. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> or suddenly ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's um that's uh, this the last movie that we're gonna watch for Elvis Month is actually um what I'll get to in a minute. Let's do fatty, fantasy casting. Okay. <laughs> you almost said fatty. Fatty casting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still on tickle me. Sorry. Uh, uh, oh, spe- oh. Speaking of the phrase tickle me, I recently saw a picture. Of a skinned Tickle Me Elmo doll. Oh. And that's something that's going to stick with me for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can understand. Yeah. I've seen the skinned, uh, the skinned uh, what the hell, like Furbies? Skin Furbies. Uh, the the, uh, the E.T. toy with the skin removed was horrifying. Yep. Who and does the, that? Uh, the, the E.T. toy was Ashen's. The, th- the thing from Labyrinth, too. The puppet from Labyrinth oh, that yes, got uh, lost in uh, the uh, airport. Hoggle got lost in the airport for years, uh, and then they found him. He was just dry-rotted. He, he looks like... like Ooh. Hoggle was horrifying was to start bad with. bad to look at already. And now he been... looks like he's a goddamn zombie. Yeah. Ooh. These are fun things. You want to look it up? Good. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that picture. Yeah. I think I did, too. It's like Hoggle, it looks like he's got a wasp nest yeah. in his face. And it's just like, oh, oh. Yeah. It's bad. But anyway, yeah. fantasy casting. I All got right. one. I got a good oh, one. Oh, go ahead. Okay, yeah. what do we got? Okay. I like it... All I could think of with doing the clam was yeah. if you replace Elvis with Peter Griffin. <laughs> you could sing about the clam in the clam. And the clam. Thirty-two. Yeah. You would have to. You can, you're the only one that could do the impressions yeah. and shit. So like he goes through. We did this on our. Uh, if you go on our Instagram, Kaz and I did a reaction to it. But he pops his head up up in the jail like Valerie. Mallory, where the hell are you? Ah, crap, I'm stuck. 
<laughs> there you have some joke. Oh my god, do the clam. Do come the on. damn clam, Peter. Peter, come on, do the clam. I like doing the clam, it's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Remember. Oh, we <laughs> Remember when doing the clam, foreplay is important. <laughs> ben Shapiro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you have to do the clam, ladies and gentlemen, you have to know your woman. Communication is important. And so is lubrication. <laughs> you gotta say it about doing the lubrication. rainbow thing with your hands. There you go. There's, there's a GoFundMe to buy his wife a uh, Hitachi. It's great. Yeah, they actually have money for it, too, and everything. Yeah. It's great. All right. So, for Mr. Frank. Yes. A classic uh, one here. I have... Uh, I have two, but I'll go with this one first. A very classic actor, actor, I would say Robert De Niro. Yeah, okay. You can definitely pull off the gangster. We got five. And yeah, it ain't doing it. That's a ten. Uh, Alright, right. I'm gonna go with another one here. Alright. Joe Pesci. Alright. You're kind of in my range here for uh, where I'm 30, going. 31, yeah, likes that one, yeah. Okay, because <laughs> I had one too for I Mr. Frank. I worship the sun, but I pray to Joe Pesci. <laughs> my my uh, fantasy casting for Mr. Frank is Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, the disrespect. <laughs> I like this. No, it's uh, a nope, 13. Nah, the nope. dice don't like it, but my brain does. Yeah. I have been thinking today, all day at work today, I've been trying to think of a way to wedge our patron saint into this movie, and I can't really think of a good place to put he would like, be great as the motel manager. The motel manager is way too, like, mousy and nebbish. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he's yeah. going to be mousy and nebbish if it's the patron saint. But that's the character, is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you need him as, like, a as like either a strange character, or the character that he is is 100% playing it, like... Okay, exactly. what do we got? Bing, 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 Oh, snake eyes. I'm gonna make it work. That's perfect. It works. <laughs> snake eyes. Bam. Yes. Eleven. All right. <laughs> so what does he do in this role? He's just him. <laughs> He's just him with a muscle suit. <laughs> so we can, you know, so his neck oh, disappears. Watch you to go, <laughs> you go out to the wolf club. They're gonna do that. I'm gonna stab you in the face with a sodding iron. <laughs> We're gonna go down to the Kit Kat Club. There's a thing that's going down. There's a thing going on there. You wouldn't believe it. I'm trying to wedge in a joke about pooping watches, but I can't think of anything. <laughs> in this particular, well, I your mean, they were in this jail. <laughs> uh, if you're going to get arrested, you got to wear this uncomfortable hunk of metal up your ass. Up your ass. <laughs> he hit it the only place he could think. Because wasn't he a POW in that movie? That's why he had it up his butt. Yeah. Aren't these yeah, things great? Look, you could take a picture of your nose. <laughs> Look, that's odd. <laughs> I'm referencing a funnier die sketch that the world needs to see more of. Okay. I sent it to you. I've seen I, it. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I, need we, to I watched we it. We will need to pull this up later because it's, okay. it's one of those 
Cooking with Walken. Oh, I watched it. Right. I watched it and then went, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> what in the hell was this? Uh, he has assistants that... Oh, they, they look they're like they're rejects there. from the, the Addicted to Love. Yeah. Oh, God. They go, get, they go get groceries and they go to a petting zoo. Oh, the, the groceries are great. I was just like, what the fuck well, where are the, you doing? What the where fuck is this grocery you? store? Yeah, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> one more for fantasy casting. Okay, what have we got? They're here for Valerie, because uh, it's been on my mind. Um, Karen Gillian. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 16. 16 and 12. Yep. Yeah, because the scenes with her drunk, it just, you see Karen Gillian drunk, it is, she was on a very short lived show where she does uh, Method Act. Yes, yes. Um, basically, it was My Fair Lady. Yes. Uh, yeah, I remember the name yeah of the show it was uh, called Selfie. Yes, that's right. I did actually watch yeah. that one. Yeah. I tried, I tried. She does a really good American accent, yeah, but she she does. she does a drunken scene, which is probably one of the funniest things, and she got no credit for that at mm. all, because she was way too good for the room, because everybody else on that one, you had, well, you had Harold from Harold and Kumar being a lead. Yeah, which I was sad, because I actually next to her, really who was actually really good. I really like him. Kat Chang is really yeah. good, but like, you know, just you see her acting, and I'm like, oh god, she's really good, and like, oh god, everybody else is really bad. Yeah, everybody kind of. Oh, well, yeah. that's the thing about new, new sitcoms, though. Yeah. New sitcoms are just like watching the Disney Channel. Yeah. They dumb down everything yeah. and do mm -hmm. everything for plastic laughs, and it's mm. really bad. I just. Like, the only relatively recent <sighs> sitcom that actually is half decent, I would think, and I don't even know how recent it really is. Is Baby Mama. That's actually from Baby Daddy. Baby Daddy, whatever um, it is. And that, the other side yeah. of the coin. Yeah. 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 Um, that actually is over. It finished, I think, uh, three or four years ago. Okay, but it's still relatively recent. Yeah, yeah. And it's it was, not, it it's had not like, a dumbed down one. It's, it it's not like Big Bang Theory. Cre it had like some mm. crude humor in it, but it was like. I, I don't want to say adult is in triple X, but it was like adult humor. Like, yeah. there were, you know, things that happened in that show that. You know, could happen in real life. Yeah. So. Just like nobody ever talks to each other, so hence all of the drama. Right. But yeah, no, I really like that show. That show was a lot of fun. Star starring uh, um, the the Maori brother. Yeah, Taj Taj Maori. Yep. Or he's not the main guy, but he's in it. He's, he's one of you the roommates. Remember T and Tamara Maori, sister sister. Oh. 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 Okay. He was on Full House for a long time. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, there's. I mean, that's this. This movie was is my favorite. Like I said, I was actually really looking forward to you guys seeing this one because this, yeah, this one is fun. And you know, aside from some boat magic, I I really enjoyed it because <laughs> there's no like boat trailers are no bullshit. <laughs> I call shenanigans right there. But doing the clam, okay, I'm in. The clam one was hysterical. That yep. that <laughs> clams <laughs> that. That that was catchy. <laughs> yeah, catchy. But you lost. You know, like it's it's not that you lost me, but also it's like, hey, wait, what? Yeah. Like I've what happened? I've been randomly shouting clams at Joss for the past <laughs> few days. So the next movie is Elvis's last movie that he ever did. Bubba Hotel. No. Uh. Um. Yeah, he acted in. I should say they did a couple of documentaries yeah. later on. Um. This movie is from 1969. It's called uh, Change of Habit. And it is not 
wacky. And it is a it is, bitch to find. It's a bitch to find. I have the DVD. Okay. Um, it is probably one of the more serious roles, and it actually has a lot to do with uh, the civil rights movement. And um, oh damn, really? yeah. Uh, it's. I don't want to say mm. it's like super, super like. Oh my God, serious. But it's a bit of it a tone is, shift. It is kind of a tone shift. Um, How is it compared to the first one we did this month? Um, King Creole. King, King Creole was. Uh, that was fairly dark as well. There's still a little bit of wackiness to it um, because the premise of the movie is three nuns from uh, a separate like church in New York come to basically the ghetto. Um, mm take off their habits and are trying to like integrate into the community of this like rough and tumble area um the one of the nuns is mary tyler moore oh um cool. Ooh, he looks just like buddy holly oh. yep and yep. uh elvis plays a doctor working in the ghetto um huh. one of the nuns i can't remember her name like i've only ever seen this movie twice um, I'm, I'm trying to come up with a sister act joke, but it's just not happening. Well, what, yeah, one of the nuns is a, um, she, I believe she's a, uh, a, like, 1960s black actress. I cannot remember her name, though. And the other girl is, like, a newcomer, but she actually becomes a, not I want to say famous, but quasi-famous actress. Okay. Um, and it's just, it's political. It's very political. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a definite tone shift. But I wanted to watch this one because it is the last one he ever made. Hmm. Dig it. All right. How many times have you seen it, though? Twice. I've okay. only seen it twice. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's two songs in this movie that are that I can remember off the top of my head. Is it a musical? Yeah. Could that be Sister it Irene? It is, the, but, uh, yes, yeah, Sister Irene. So, the actress's name, Barbara McNair. Why do I know her? What else was yeah, she? Yeah, it does sound really familiar. Filmography, where are you? But, um... He was an I Spy. Yeah, a couple of the songs. The songs are also... Like, Elvis in the movie plays a doctor who plays music for the community. Not so much like... Like Patch Adams? Well, he'll he'll be... If he's surrounded by some people, like, he'll have some people into his office and he'll play the guitar. He's that one guy at the party with the guitar. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, There's the Change of Habit song, which is the opening theme, and the other one I can remember is called Rubbernecking. Yeah. And it's about making out. Alright. Dude. Aren't most of these? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I can say this. There is a a quasi-love story in it, but she doesn't... Like, there is no actual love story in it because they're nuts. She's married to To God. God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, God will punch you in the face if you try to get with that. It's like... Get away from my woman. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, that's next. Week. Boom! Yeah. But, uh, I think this concludes. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, so it's been fun. We always appreciate you. Just remember our patron. Uh, you know to see our extra stuff, and you have an amazing day. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, should we tell them about the TV time machine? Yes. For our patrons, we will be reviewing Quantum Leap. <laughs> the one where he leaps into Elvis. <laughs> Yay! Uh, it's going to be fun, so you're going to look out for that because that'll be advertised too. All right, be good, take care of yourself, but don't be too good. <laughs> <laughs>